peace in the world, I begin by paying attention to my first reaction when I feel I have been treated unjustly. I do not deny my feelings, but neither do I allow anger, envy, or any other negative feelings to take control of my response. I feel my feelings, but I remain committed to living the truth I know. Regardless of behavior, every person is a divine being, a living expression of God. I call upon my divine faculties of love, faith, and strength to guide my next steps. No matter how another responds, I remain centered in God. My efforts make a difference. Peace between individuals creates peace within families, in communities, and among the nations of the world. And from the Bible, the effect of righteousness will be peace, and the result of righteousness quietness and trust forever. That's from Isaiah 32, 17. And now it's time for Sure in the Presence. You all please join us as we say Sure in the Presence. statement together. There is only one presence and one power active as the universe and as my life. Well, the good. And now it's time for a welcoming song. Uh, please stand up. Feel free to join us if you like as the Merkers lead us in Lean On Me. Thank you. 
Seems that bad for last, right? Okay, now it's time for announcements. And thank you, Joanne. She's sending out our weekly email for the notices and details for our regular events on the weeks when they occur for grandfather service, medicine, and teachings, Chinook language discussions, and for Dr. Dari's circle book and film discussions. And if you'd like to make an announcement, please raise your hand so I can recognize you. See, any hands? Raise one soon. Excuse me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to come up and take care of that, or do you want me to? No, you should. Okay. So, we have a special announcement today. <clears throat> we haven't done a real great job the past couple of years of keeping up with this, you know. So we're trying our hardest. <laughs> but for the year 2022. We would like to recognize one of our members as a member of the year. Anybody seen this guy? Anybody know this guy? His name is Terry. Hey, Terry, why don't you come on up here? You wonder why Joanne was running around last week taking pictures? <laughs> it wasn't because it was Easter. <laughs> Terry. Thanks, buddy. So I worked out. not just what you do here, but I don't know how many of you know it, but Terry takes a, a hot pot of coffee and, and goes downtown here early in the morning and, and gets free coffee to the homeless people who got on the street before. And so if you guys just do volunteer work here, pretty reach is another thing. Thank you, Terry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think we might have made him cry. So okay, Terry. Anything else? Yeah, and um, I dropped Yvonne and Bobby's offer for 2021. Really 
you have to come with a picture. Oh, put it there because camera shy. <laughs> you get a picture, bring it back to us on the wall. Okay, so I don't know if the Zoom folks were able to hear that okay, but Bobby and Vaughn were uh, selected members of the year for 2021. Mm -hmm. Joanne's working on getting their picture, but they're kind of camera shy, so we'll have to find them somewhere on Facebook or something. But okay, now it's time for a unity statement. Let's all say our statement together. We believe in our oneness with all life and the power of love. We teach universal principles and values as taught by Jesus and others, revealing the one God presence. We practice prayer, meditation, and service to be conscious of our oneness in God. And now it's time for our song of joy. Please join in while the Merker family leads us in the heart of God. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Karen. It was wonderful. Okay, now it's time for a reading. Sorry, folks, but I'm your reader today. <laughs> I know you guys have been listening to me all morning, so we'll keep it short. I'd like to share something with you I shared with some other folks at the Equinox. Um, in 2001, a man named uh, McKinley Phipps, better known as Matt, who's a, a rapper, was convicted of manslaughter and, and sent to prison for 30 years. Um, someone was murdered outside of a nightclub and, and he was blamed for it. And although, you know, he still maintains his innocence now that he's gotten out of jail, um, they had no real concrete evidence. All the evidence that put him in prison was circumstantial. 
One of the things they used to convict this man was his rap lyrics. Back then in 2001, his rap lyrics were like a lot of rappers. And, you know, you hear a lot of stuff about killing and, and, and all those kind of things. So now, after getting out of prison, Max still rapping. Okay, but his, uh, his raps are a little bit different now. So I'd like to read to you this short rap from Max Phipps. I'm sorry. I'm not sure what that's all about. <laughs> I've never had this reaction to this. That's so that's funny. Okay, let's see if I can get this out. May your tomorrows be filled with promise and the opposite of sorrow. Amongst other things. For I know that it's a struggle just to go with the flow when your feet take you places you would rather not go. But fret not your soul, not the fear, the things you just might behold but cannot control. For in time, you'll know the reason everything has a season. I swear that not until it is hooked, it is not eaten. I believe in the power of us, made in their image and their likeness. The reason we write this is for the hopes that we will inspire others to take it higher and further than those before us, because they are waiting for us. So, your thoughts make your reality, and I wish I could share with you all the formalities, but if I had to sum it up in just a few words, it will only take seven. What, earth? <coughs> Okay, thank you, Johnny. And now it's time for the meditation Please join us while the Merkers lead us in in dreams.
When they lit and shared their lights, the darkness had been driven out. It is better, said the rabbi, to light a candle than to curse the darkness. We experience, us folks at Unity, this lovely idea of illumination every year, don't we? When we join together in the candlelight service, that annual illumination service every Christmas time. And so we experience the true meaning of being light in a dark world. When we give ourselves permission to shine, we cast out the darkness by being our true selves, authentically true to the divine child within. So when you were born, chances are people in your circle and your part of the world were pretty excited. A new baby on the way. We know how precious each new being that comes into the world is, don't we? Don't we get excited? Even, even when new animal beings, new puppies are being birthed, kittens, babies of every kind are celebrated. They come into the world to begin their journey of growing and being what they are, what they will unfold into being, a transformative experience. Think of the joy that accompanies each new being. And even if some are neglected and forgotten and not rejoiced over, I would suggest angels are celebrating. The Talmud says this, every blade of grass has its angel that bends over it and whispers, grow, grow. Newness abounds as we begin our circular journey of life. Our mindset is firmly planted in beginner mode and we learn and grow expeditiously. Don't we often comment on how children soak up new learning like sponges? I think it's so because they aren't afraid to learn. They aren't afraid of new ideas. They don't know to be afraid. They haven't yet been subjected to unknown terrors and the hurts of life. So being a beginner, a child is wide open to what they are here to be and to do. And as adults, we here at Unity, we are committed to unlearning and healing our hearts so that we too can return to the newness of a beginner's mind and let go of the fear that may prop up when we consider new ideas and the unsures we want to embark upon, but fear may be causing us to hesitate. Beginner's mind opens us to awe. It opens us to wonder, and it opens us to the true presence with the divine and to the divine in others and ourselves. So Richard Rohr, a Catholic mystic and priest, expands on this when he says, beginner's mind is a readiness to always be in awe, to always be excited. We see it in children and in people who don't filter everything through the brain. Beginner's mind is one's mind before the hurts of life have made us cautious and self-protective. And one moment, please. I'm gonna plug in my battery cord. One moment, please. And one more. Okay.
But they were supposed to learn. Mm -hmm. So, so Yeah. Thank you, Audrey. So we can still be excited. We can still be in awe. And yes, we can still expect tomorrow to be different from today. Cole Other Riley also writes about faith that is simple and wondrous. And I agree with his thoughts as I paraphrase them for you. I think that when we talk about a childlike faith, what we are describing is not needing to describe with precision what makes the sun disappear from our view, but being able to describe how these colors blur together, calm us, and allow us to relax into our whole self, relaxing our breath, stilling our minds. As Cole author Riley says, this is a faith that makes him believe he can see air. And I, I really resonated with, with his wonder and his awe at the sunset. Those colors that do allow us to see air. I believe that as we heal hurts, my friends, as we let down our guard, our wall, our mask, we are also able to bring the clock back our childlike selves, where we find the light of our youth intact and perhaps waiting there for us. We do experience hurt at the hands of other people or even ourselves, and we do become adept at becoming self-protective. So Martha Smock, longtime editor of word and prolific writer of affirmative messages is author of the book called You're Not. In her book, she reminds us of the scripture found in 1 John 16, 18. God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid. But be confident because we are Christ in this world. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. Perfect love casts out all fear. Indeed, it does. How do we make it happen in a practical way as true students? We acknowledge that love is one of our inherent, inherent superpowers. Martha points out that when we focus on what we love, the fear disappears. There is no place, she asserts, when our thought is of what we love and immersing ourselves in the full experience of what it is we love. So she says, I believe that fear is conquered at all times and in all situations through love. We cannot fear that which we love. So my friends, think about what it is you might be afraid of. Is there a challenge in your life that is bringing up fear for you? And so let's just take a breath and think of a situation. Let that fear come to your mind. Okay, let's, let's turn it around. And now turn your attention to what it is that you love about that situation. Martha provides an example for us. She says, let's take the example of 
fear of failure. Let's say you want to try something new. You want to dabble in a new hobby. You want to learn something new. You want to take a course, but you're hesitant. If your fear, the fear of failure, affirm what it is you love. Okay, so you might say to yourself, I love the opportunities that are set before me. I love the challenges that stir me up to deeper thought, to greater effort. I love the spirit of faith and courage that rises up in me, and refuses to let fear dominate me. I love the feeling of spiritual power that is mine when I act courageously and I dare to step out in faith. Breathe that in. Powerful words indeed. Driving out fear. I love the feeling of reassurance that comes when I listen to my indwelling Christ telling me I can succeed. With this great love, I cast out the fear of failure. So this is how we may walk tall through every challenge that at first may scare us. And this is how we move into a new place. Powerful words of affirming what it is you love about any situation you find yourself what it is you're grateful for absolutely will secure you in a new place of light, of enlightenment, clarity, courage, and yes, divine love. Rooted in love, we grow tall. It may be a new habit to focus on what it is you love rather than what you fear. I know for me, that's true. This is a spiritual muscle that I'm exercising. It's a discipline, a habit we must develop when we decide we will do whatever it takes to free ourselves from the bondage of fear. Okay, so let's take a moment to again connect with our beginner's mind. And let's take a breath open our heart to learn a new thing. Okay, let's go back to that thing that we thought about earlier, the fear that we thought about a particular situation personal to us. Now, breathe in the realization that you do have the power to cast it out by applying the laser beam of what you love about that situation. Take that thing or that situation or that person you are afraid of, now turn it around in your mind and look for another perspective that will illuminate what you love about it. What you are grateful for in this thing, situation, it is helpful to bring the fear that you do have into prayer, into the silence, because we know there is illumination always waiting for us. You will always receive what you desire when you reach out for it. For God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love, and of a sound mind. 2 Timothy 1-2. So in one of my last videos called Love Speaks, I spoke about the challenge of chaos in my home due to one of my cats being aggressive and the other cat being fearful. So this has been going on for quite a while now. And it turns out that the aggressive cat has a syndrome known as redirected aggression. So something triggers him and he might see something, a cat outside, or he might hear a noise somewhere 
and then take it out on the other cap. And we have asked questions of professionals over the past year's journey. We've been fearful of having to rehome our cat. We've been stressed about the chaos in our home. And that's when we think we have it solved and there's calm again for a couple of months, the trigger happens again. And so now that we've had a diagnosis recently, the last time it happened, we went back to the vet and got a diagnosis of the redirect aggression. I find myself settling into what I love about this situation. Well, I decided to give myself the healing treatment that Martha Smock recommends. I affirmed that I love the peace and harmony I create in my home. I'm always working towards peace by looking for a solution, by going back to the vet, by talking to the animal behaviorist, by talking and picking the brains of people that sell me the nutritional cat food I buy for my pets, and reaching out to people who have some knowledge about cat behavior. I have learned a lot about cat behavior. I love what I have learned about my cats. Because I think at one time, I would want the cats to behave the way I wanted them to behave. And I'm realizing now, no, cats behave the way cats behave. And I'm going to find what I love about that. And I do, I love watching. I remember my husband Jim saying to me, isn't it fascinating watching a cat being a cat? And I agreed until of course they started acting aggressively and fearfully around each other. And I didn't agree so much. And that being said, I'm finding that there is a whole learning journey of acceptance and love and gratitude. I'm realizing I am committed to these furry beings that I adore. And I will travel with them through their hard times and their good times through thick and through thin. And I love that. I love the commitment that I have for my, my pets. I love that Tim and I are both learning more and more about our cats and that, and that we love our cats with unconditional acceptance. So I'm overcoming my fear about their behavior with my love. I love how we are better humans today because of all that our cats are teaching us. So I put myself in a new place with this healing treatment. I was, I'm ready to begin again and I'm ready to learn more. And, and so we move forward, fearless affirming healing for all in our household, focusing on that which we love, especially the unconditional love that we have for each other. Love does cast out fear. I've been working it. And, and it really is so powerful of the healing treatment of whatever it is, whatever fearful situation you face this week. Um, you can actually find Martha Smock's, um, an article where she speaks about these healing treatments of love casting out fear in a Unity um, magazine, which I believe may be found online um, if, you do, if you do a search, keyword search for Unity magazine and Martha Smock. Um, that you would, you would find that love casting out fear. So I wanna affirm for each one of you that you heal every hurt. You calm all the chaos of the storms of your life. Where there is discord, you harmonize. You realize the power within you is waiting and ready to be utilized. Apply the healing treatment and decide to level up to a new place 
a place of power, a place of peace, a place of newness. And I end with Philippians 4, 8, affirming this truth. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. And I will um, take us into a meditation. So just settling in your chair. And taking another deep breath. Letting your, your chair fully support you and allowing yourself relax fully, releasing your breath fully, releasing tension as you do so, releasing all fear and breathing in love. Let us take whatever it is that we are working on, whatever situation we wish to redeem, let us take it into the silence now for a couple of minutes to the source of our being. The divine love which cast out all fear. Let us go into the silence for two minutes now. Hmm. Just coming back to this space, released, refreshed, rejuvenated, realizing our superpower, that which is divine love. May we know true freedom as we set about the business of casting out all fear.
Thanks, my friends. Thank you, Marianne. Thank you, Marianne. The remedy for fear is unconditional love. A couple years ago, I inherited Hildy's cat. When I brought it home, she was terrified, living in fear, hiding everywhere. Tore a hole in the liner of my box springs and hid in there. She hid in the garage for weeks. I had to borrow a live trap from Joanne. But always, no matter how much she hissed or yowled or whatever, tried to scratch or bite me, always responded with that unconditional love. And after a while, months, Caspi finally came around. Now at night, she puts her head on my wrist and her palm in my hand and sleeps with me, so I know she loves me. But nothing beats the power of unconditional love. All right, now it's time for our offering. Thank you, Marriott, so much. While we are here together in spirit physically and virtually, we want to thank everyone who's donated to Unity by Mail. We appreciate any checks sent to the church at 800 South Pearl Street, Centralia, 98531. And you can also donate online by clicking on the donation page on our website, Unity of Centralia. Thank you, Tom. All right, now as we hold our offering in our hands and hearts, let's say our offering prayer together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I have, all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I have. say our blessing and thanks together. We bless these gifts and send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly, and so it is. Just as proof, some of this money goes to the gathered church. On Friday, I helped deliver 15 boxes of food from the gathered church to people who cannot go and get food. And um, so all of your contributions really help our community. Now it's time for a healing prayer. Members of our community have requested we send out healing prayers and energy to the people of our communities who must deal with basic human needs while living without a phone. And as always, I'd like for us to send out our collective healing energy, not just to the people being affected by wars out there, but also all of the animals, pets, livestock, and wildlife being affected by what's happening and the displacement of so many families. Now, if you would like us to focus our collective group healing energy for someone, please raise your hand. If you're on Zoom, unmute. Uh, tell us who it is. Hold them quietly in your heart. Shout out their name. Very like. You want to keep praying for my son, Chris. Praying for Fred John. Beloved Mother, Father, God, we ask for the highest and greatest good for all and endeavor to see them through your eyes, knowing all is in divine order. Amen. That's time for a prayer of protection. Let's all say our prayer of protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is all is well. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of you who made our Sunday service possible. Our musicians, cameramen, slideshow runner, people who brought in food, and all of you 
for coming in. We deeply appreciate all the ways you give of your time, talent, and treasure. And if you're interested in serving, uh, being a reader or anything else, please contact Susan during fellowship time. Also, please join us next Sunday where our own beloved Eileen Selleck will be our speaker. And finally, please stay with us after service if you wish to share our fellowship time. Now it's time for our peace song. Let's form a circle and join hands in the center. Zoom land, go on gallery so you can see us all. Let's sing our song of peace. Oh. 